Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Dustin Five Star here letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. Wrestling on the radio. Welcome in to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito, joined alongside, as always, my tag team partner, your Grizzly MC, your Hustle MC tonight. He is Dustin Five Star. What's up, Five Star? Oh, yeah. I'm a little fired up today, Kevin, even though I'm running on fumes. You know, we had a late night, had an early morning, and then we have a long day ahead. Yeah, did it's you be awesome. did you raise a, a money a lot of money last night? Okay, so last year was ninety five thousand dollars. This year, one hundred and ten thousand dollars raised last night at Battle of the Bras. It was awesome. Did you you didn't win? You would have already said you won. well. Now I won People's Choice. I had the coolest bra out of the, You're the whole people's show. Champ? I'm the People's Champ. <laughs> so right. yeah, no, but it was. Uh, it was cool. A lot of fun. Of course, every Saturday here at 8, 11 a.m., we talk about wrestling on the radio. We were off last week, and we will unfortunately be off again next week. Oh, both, come on, Kevin. Both for football. We're going to get we're gonna get back back rolling here soon, but it's it's a big football time of year. Well, and there's a lot to talk about. I mean, you skipping, got a football jersey on right now. I do. I do. Shout out to Brady's Raiders. They are undefeated. They play in the Super Bowl today at 1 o'clock. So as soon as I leave here, I, man, I got to... I hate to break it to you. It's not the real Super Bowl today. This is the Justin real Timberlake Super Bowl Justin Timberlake performing at halftime? Okay, here's what we get. Here's what we five get. stars Frozen if somebody gets up by 17? Yeah, what? <laughs> what did he say? You have to watch Frozen if somebody gets up by 17. Do I have to? Yeah. That's CJ's, <laughs> CJ's Frozen bet. If you don't know about that, tune in in January because we're going to have to pick out a new movie. February. You, Are we picking in January? Yeah, we got to pick the movie. I guess, yeah. The week before, you got to know before the Super Bowl. Jeez. Okay. What? You have no idea what's happening. Okay. I'm, I'm lost on that, but I know that we have a loaded show today. And... CJ turned off last year's Super Bowl to watch Frozen. Okay. All right. Well, he... you wouldn't turn off this Super Bowl because it's not on TV. So last game they won their first. Okay, that's forty to six, Kevin. 
So you would have to turn. You would have been off. turning it off and watching Frozen. Okay, let's <laughs> get on track here. Yes. Here's our card today. Are you ready to hear this? Here's what we got. We've got joining us a little bit later on. Wildfire Tommy Rich is scheduled. Somebody to join us. say something about fire it up, Kevin. I, I just did. I just did. And also scheduled to join us this hour, Conrad Thompson, of course, the co-host of a Something to Wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, the most popular wrestling podcast. A good friend with the Nature Boy Ric Flair, who help us, woo, who help us preview the Ric Flair Thirty for Thirty, which coming up debuts this week. Yeah, coming. And up. also, we're going to take some time. And we'll talk about this. So apparently, there's a new Memphis wrestling television show that's debuting next week. We'll talk about that. WWE's coming back to Memphis. In December for NXT, in yep. January for Monday Night Raw. We'll Big talk, week. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And this time last Saturday, we were not on the air, but we were inside the Mid-South Coliseum, and we went on the catwalk. Ooh, man, I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm terrified of heights, especially in a building that you have heard them talk about tearing down or whatever. But it was very sturdy, so I'm here today. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the news on the Coliseum. Uh, this week when the entire city um, decided that they want to use the word mothballed more, 100 million times. Right, right. I can never hear you use that word until now, but apparently uh, it's in every headline and every conversation about yep. the Coliseum. But uh, So we'll talk about the Mid-South uh, Coliseum as well, uh, all in this jam-packed edition of the program this morning. So um, in just a second, we'll connect with, with Conrad. So but, but real fast, so Dustin, here's what these announcements this week. This is this is huge. For some reason, they, they announced NXT early, and and then they announced Monday Night Raw uh, just a couple of days. It was real interesting how they announced them this time. Yeah, it was cool that they did um, it in the same week, though. I guess right. Yeah, so you big can, for you, Memphis, you can make your plan. So Raw back in Memphis in January. So the Monday Night Raw returns in January. Uh, on uh, tickets go on sale the tenth next Friday. Starting at fifteen dollars, but they'll be here Monday, January eighth, which is just a couple of weeks before the uh, big Raw twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, so we we probably get a really good show there. And I've actually had fans ask me, "Well, we had Raw last time. We didn't. Why didn't we get SmackDown this time?" But WWE doesn't really look at it like that. It's just however their tours are scheduled for those different brands. And in this case, we're getting Raw again. And I think I would rather see Raw than to see SmackDown anyway at this point, especially that close to the twenty fifth anniversary raw right because you're going to be in the, yeah the, they'll be building up to it i would imagine at they that would point. be hyphening up whether there will be appearances there probably not but if you want to see graphics of your favorite superstars live <laughs> right, in person right. uh, you can do that uh so that brawl back in memphis on january 8th and according to our friends over at action news 5 wwe is advertising uh roman reigns seth rollins braun Strowman, sasha banks and bailey uh for the show i doubt there will be a superstar shakeup before then uh so what we're seeing on raw when would that days, be would that be immediately following WrestleMania? Yeah, they did another yeah. one. That's when they did it this year. So it would be like a week or two after Mania. So the uh, yeah, so we should have whatever roster we have. The question is, is Kurt Angle going to be more of an active wrestler by Ooh. that time? That could be uh, something interesting as we get closer to that. So it's exciting. Would you rather have Raw or SmackDown right now? I would rather have Raw right now. Because at least you get definitely you, you get three hours, and especially because of the 25th anniversary, as I right. said, I think that's uh, that's for sure. Because some of these SmackDowns are boring. I do enjoy SmackDown, but once a month there's a SmackDown. You're just like, what was that? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, no, was I, I watching whatever the perfect well, ten other guy than wrestle AJ, Rusev or something. other than AJ Styles, who is the most? Kevin exciting. Owens and Sami uh, Zayn are on fire, and you have okay, to admit okay. that. Yeah, no, that's that. cool, but but that's kind of all. 
I look, I look I mean, at the other this, side. The other side, Raw, is seems to be loaded be, for me. Now, on the, the road to rest, it'll be on the road to to the Royal yeah. Rumble, mm-hmm. uh, which is always exciting. So it, it could be. Uh, who knows who who uh, will be popping up here? Now you mentioned Raw. so NXT as well, which NXT. I don't know anybody on the NXT on who is on NXT. Right, now. you know Drew McIntyre though. Now what what I noticed when this announcement happened was that they're not going to return to Lander Center because you and I went to the first one at Minglewood Hall, then they went to Lander Center. I thought they would be back at Minglewood, and they are. Right, so, so they're one one stop at Landers. NXT back in Memphis. We could not make it out to the Landers Center uh, show last time. This one is December fifteenth, and I know you are. You're already saying you're not going to be there because there's a Grizzlies. There's game. a Memphis Grizzlies game that night, so I can't miss the Grizzlies game to go watch wrestling. I you you seem to disagree. I don't know. I I work every <laughs> I work every Friday night too at the, the Memphis May Tap Room in, in Cooper Young uh, hosting some uh, Cerrito Bingo. So I don't know. Wrestling would be over, right? That the show by, would be over after by the game. eight p. What if I went to the? I can't oh, do both. Is you what can't I'm do no. You can't do both. Nine thirty is when the Grizzlies game ends, and that NXT will be wrapping up. My commitment is from eight to ten. So what we're going to do probably as we get closer to this event is try to see. We're going to need to book somebody on the show and try to see if they can convince us to take off work because both of us have to work that night. It, what is it? Most people don't have to work on the weekends, but we do all the time. Uh, we're out there entertaining y'all, and so we have to decide whether or not we're taking off work to see NXT in Memphis at Minglewood Hall, and maybe we'll 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 open up the phone lines to the to the listeners. Maybe we'll find somebody try to convince us uh, if we should or should not go to this NXT show because I don't know. I they're they're hyping up NXT. Shawn Michaels is making an appearance at the San Antonio NXT show around Survivor Series, but that's hey, just they're doing war beat. games. NXT doing, War Games? But not doing it in Memphis. Well, they're not doing it in Memphis. But, but maybe, but what you're saying is we'll probably watch these shows. Yes. Because they got a big NXT takeover happening this month. So we'll probably turn that on and, and then maybe it'll get us hooked on somebody in NXT. So maybe we will end up right. wanting to go to that show and trying to figure out a way to get off work on Friday, December 15th. So cool to see WWE back in Memphis with two big shows, one in December. Of course, the bigger one in January with Monday Night Raw. That's your Vince voice. All right, so still to come, we will, we're going to talk about uh, the new wrestling TV show uh, hitting your TVs next week in Memphis, Tennessee, and plus our visit to the Mid-South Coliseum. But right now, we'll be joined by the co-host of Something to Wrestle With, with Bruce Pritchard. His name is Conrad Thompson, and he joins us now. Hey, hey, Conrad. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you? Hey, thanks, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. We uh, wanted to have you on because... We're just a couple of days away from this Ric Flair documentary hitting the Ric Woo! Woo! The Ric Flair doc, the 30 for 30, will debut on ESPN next week. Have you had a chance to, to, to see this in advance? Because you're a big-time deal and a big, uh, a close friend of I, the Nature Boy. I figured you'd be at the premiere. Uh, I actually was. There you go. Last week in Atlanta, and um, Rick didn't get a chance to visit the one in New York. He's still not where he can travel. Uh, so we did one in Atlanta, and uh, it was a great time, man. Uh, everybody was there. You know, all the big stars in WWE came out to pay their respects to the Nature Boy, and it was quite the documentary. I don't think a lot of wrestling fans are ready for a peek behind the curtain into the real life of Ric Flair, and the highlight is probably the very first on-camera interview that his first wife, Leslie, has ever done, and uh, you see the real sacrifice that Richard Flair had to make in order to become Ric Flair. Wow, that's Tuesday, November 7th at 9 p.m. Central here in Memphis, and that's after SmackDown. 
man, I saw Ric Flair's pictures with guys like The Undertaker. Tell us about uh, some of the stars that were out there, and did you get any any pictures with any of the guys? Who was your faves? No, I didn't snag any pics, but we've got lots of uh, podcast listeners out there. Of course, my good buddy Michael Hayes was there. He was tagging along with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Luke Gallows was there, James Storm, uh, Kane, The Undertaker. Um, I'm probably missing several, but I mean, it was a who's who of the WWE legends in the locker room and, uh, everybody wanted to be there to support Rick. And it was a big deal to Rick because obviously not that many months ago, he was in the fight of his life and it didn't look like he was going to make it. And, uh, he kind of had this date circled as I just need to make it to the premiere. And, uh, he made it to the premiere and we're excited that everybody's going to get a chance to check it out. ESPN had. Uh, a lot of their executives there to push that this is one of the biggest and most promoted 30 for 30s ever. So I expect the nature boy to set some rating records. Awesome. Well, so we're talking with Conrad Thompson. He was at the premiere of the 30 for 30 Ric Flair, uh, which is debuting next week as Dustin has uh, plugged the time and all for you. So Kane Undertaker, you're saying Michael P.S. Hayes is one of your good friends. Is that what you said? Yeah, uh, I met Michael Hayes a few years ago through Ric Flair, and um, we've become fast friends. And uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast because I'm not sure that he actually knows <laughs> how to do a podcast. But yeah, he's a good friend of mine, and uh, he was there. Dolph was there. Lots of the WWE brass were there. So uh, mostly, it sounds like lots of them are still currently under contract. Any guys who are not under, under contract with WWE get to show up? You know, Brad Nessler, uh, who calls our CBS football games for the SEC, and mm-hmm. uh, a few others. I don't know that there was anybody besides James Storm who wasn't under contract. I think James Storm may have been the only wrestling performer who doesn't work with WWE in some fashion. All right, so give give us a peek inside the curtain. So you're, did anybody come up to you, Conrad, and say, I love your podcast? Yeah, I mean, I know most of those guys, you know, just from hanging out with Rick or them listening to the podcast. I know that Dolph is a big listener, and, you know, I know Kane, and I know a lot of the guys listen to the podcast. So, yeah, we had those conversations for sure. Uh, but everybody was, was really focused on this being Rick's first real major outing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, his so- battle a month ago. I mean, he made one book appearance uh, where they did, you know, a little press tour all around the country for the book Second Nature that he has with his daughter Charlotte. And they, uh, of course, swung through Atlanta, and he made that, but that was not nearly as uh, big of a deal, obviously, as the 30 for 30 premiere. Well, what was the uh, after party like with this new Ric Flair? Uh-oh. It's, uh, it's kind of weird, I'm going to tell you, because you know he, of course, had an after party, and he can't drink, but he paid for everybody else's typical Nature Boy style. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he rented a big ballroom and had a bunch of booze and a bunch of food, and it was a big to-do, uh, but it, it was different in that uh, Ric Flair wasn't natching, so that's going to take some getting used to. Where, 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 was this, where was this party in Atlanta? Where was it? Uh, they have an area of town called Atlantic Station, and they had a, a big movie theater there. I forget exactly the, mm-hmm. the name of the theater, but not too far away, maybe a block away. Uh, there was like a banquet hall that he had rented out uh, with ESPN to throw a big party for all of his friends who traveled a long way. You know, Fit Finley and a lot of those other guys have been on the road right. forever at this point in Europe. And this is just before that happened. So it was quite the commitment. And Undertaker came all the way from Death Valley. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's that's a big tra- travel. <laughs> well, real quick. Hey, uh, so Kevin, came from the campaign trail. Kane came all the yeah. way from the cam- campaign trail. Now, when you introed Conrad, you mentioned uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast. But, man, 
Conrad, I don't know. I'm not a guy that laughs out loud when I'm listening to podcasts. I just I laugh on the inside, I guess. But I have laughed so hard here lately at your podcast with Tony Schiavone. And especially especially covering Halloween Havoc, because Halloween Havoc has always been one of my favorite events. Now, I didn't know that it was the number one pay-per-view for WCW until you guys were talking about it, even ahead of Starcade. But, man, you guys are so funny. Uh, tell us a little bit about Tony Schiavone. We we want to talk to Tony Schiavone here at Memphis. Memphis wants to hear from him, man. Well, we got to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, Tony's going to be over tomorrow, as we say, for Wrestle War 1992, and I'll get him hooked up with you so we can make it happen. And believe it or not, we're going to be celebrating Tony's 60th birthday this coming Tuesday. Wow. And I'm not him that I'm making a big deal out of it, but I'm trying to put something together behind the scenes that ought to be pretty fun. Yeah, well, we've, we've had a lot of fun with this. You know, the Tony Schiavone podcast sort of started as the WCW version of the Bruce Pritchard show. Uh, but then as time went on, it became, okay, this isn't exactly the same position. We don't have exactly the same recall or maybe ability to BS. So let's pivot a little bit. So we've adopted this new formula where we encourage you to watch something on the WWE Network, an old pay-per-view from Jim Crockett or WCW, except press mute and just let Tony and I try to oh make my it. Oh, gosh. And uh, we've had a good time with that the last couple of weeks. I think that's the new permanent format. I, I, if if Tony Schiavone was blackballed from the wrestling business before, I don't know if this was really helping him. Because <laughs> some of the things he says is so funny. Like, just talking about the matches and everything. You've got to listen to it, Kevin. So, so it's go- like a director's commentary? Yes. Yes, except um, if the director had no filter. And had- <laughs> right. Had a dictionary. That's what it would be like. You know, it's not. It's not classy. It's not safe for work. Uh, it is very juvenile and lowest common denominator humor. But it turns out he's pretty good at that. So yeah, making me laugh. And we're talking with Conrad Thompson, host of Oodles a podcast. And okay, so we mentioned Dustin did a Halloween havoc. Makes you think about Halloween. Uh, what did you go dress as for Halloween? Do you have a Halloween costume? Uh, I did not dress uh, for Halloween this year, but uh, it certainly looked like I did on SmackDown when Biggie Langston dressed as the Alabama Dream. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. And uh, and, um, and what, Xavier's and did, uh, Jimmy Hart was excellent, too. Great. And yet Kofi Kingston dressed as, as Brother Love. What do you think about that? the, the costumes uh, on SmackDown? Oh, man, it, it was the, the biggest honor we could receive, you know, as uh, Big E comes skipping down the ramp and, mm-hmm. and Corey says, that's the Alabama dream. It was <laughs> off of a lifetime at my house. My kid, <laughs> funniest thing ever. Hey, Dad, you're on SmackDown. This is a <laughs> and some random fan in the crowd holds up my big head or whatever. It's another when Corey Graves says my name, at least to her, so she says. Right. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. And uh, one thing coming up, speaking of the current product, is the they announced this week the Raw 25, the 25th anniversary of Monday uh, Night Raw. They're going to have uh, the show be live from a Barclays Center in Brooklyn and also the Manhattan Center in Manhattan. But they're uh, so they're having uh, two locations for this big deal. They're having wow. The Undertaker come in. They're having uh, Shawn Michaels is going to be there and uh, Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Diesel. Still Very cool. Loaded. I still want to see real Diesel versus fake Diesel match. I don't nah, want to see that. They've never done that. You don't want to see that. They did real Undertaker versus fake Undertaker. Uh, but what would you do? What would you think they would do? As, as, as your job is to reminisce about WWE 
uh, programming over the years. And what do you think they should do to commemorate this uh, special occasion, especially being back in the Manhattan Center? Well, you know, to me, I think the Manhattan Center makes you think they've got to break out those old R.A.W. letters. Yes. They've got to break out the old ring. They've got to set a group of commentators up ringside. And I know he doesn't want to do it. But to me, you've got to have, you know, Vince McMahon down there on the headset. And you've got to have him with Jerry Lawler. I think that makes it authentic and that makes it real. And it wouldn't be a terrible thing if we worked in a Brother Love cameo. Because there's rumor and innuendo that he might be in New York that weekend. Hey, no. So. I think that was that, uh, was that an ex- exclusive right here? We'll make well, it. Maybe, <laughs> I'm not saying that somebody from New York has reached out and tried to book the show that weekend. I'm not saying that. <laughs> He's not saying that. Okay. Very nice. That sounds very, very interesting because cause Bruce, Bruce is no longer with Impact Wrestling, right? Correct. He's gone from Impact. Uh, in fact, is still with impact i mean even the hebners are no longer with impact no one is with impact wow. i think i think it's big is with impact and um well i mean i think that's it i think it's just him on pay-per-view this sunday Wait, we have J- it's just him <laughs> making a like walking out waving to everybody oh uh, i think it, so so yeah i don't know what's what's going on with impact you have any insight on what happened here i mean is bruce how much has he talked about it on with you or off air or on air like it, it seemed like that could have been a, a perfect fit uh, for them, really, to try to capitalize off of your your you guys and for your sure. big numbers. Yeah, but why didn't it work out? Is this because Impact is just not going to work out? Well, no. I mean, it's hard for me to say that Impact's not going to work out just because. Well, God, I've been saying that ten years, and they keep going. <laughs> right. So, every time it feels like they're done, they somehow find a way to navigate through the other side, and that's awesome for wrestling. Wrestling fans should not be running around championing that you know so guys have an, another place to uh or one less place to work so that's bad but right. I, I have no idea what's going on I, I know that they're they're clearly trying to cut as many costs as they can and i get that but it starts to feel less and less like a company that we're familiar with and maybe that's not all bad but when you can't find something uh to navigate or to put together for a talent like spud to me in a weird way like when Spud is out, it's like, oh, this is a different company now. Because Spud was sort of TNA homegrown. You know, he won that contest, and now he's been a big part of the show. And and now they're just completely phasing him out. And I guess he asked for his release. But how do you let that guy go? Like, you know that dude's going to show up on 205 Live or NXT yeah. or SmackDown. He's going to be a contributor. And I can't imagine that he cost a ton of money. I mean, he's not John Cena money. What in the world are you doing letting a guy like that go? It doesn't seem like it's, it's a company that has um, a long future, but I've said that before. I think we've all said that before. And Spud, yeah, Spud, absolutely just very entertaining, and he would absolutely pop up somewhere else. But another guy that you see forever there is Jeremy Borash. He's still there. I can't think right. of another. James Storm, we, I think he's still there right now. Yeah, good, Other good, than good that, friend of the show, James Storm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, we all wish the best for Impact, but it's it really, especially this year, it just seems like it's they're that wrestler who keeps changing gimmicks. They can't even, they don't even have the <laughs> they same keep flipping heel. They don't, even, they don't even have the same name, and like it's, it's, it gets very confusing on uh, what to call them. I'm calling them Impact right now. I don't even know if that is, is what the program Impact. is called this week. Is that what? You know, yeah. It's a great, it's a great thing that you mentioned, Jeremy Borash, because I feel like that dude has never gotten his just due. You know, he's been there almost from the very beginning, and uh, you know, he. I don't think everybody really understands what all that guy does. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but what a major contributor he's been, and 
you know, I, I'm happy that everybody's making money and that they're having fun. But how great would it be to see a talent like James Storms and and, and Abyss in NXT or on SmackDown or randomly in the Royal Rumble? I mean, those guys can be major contributors, and I hope they get the opportunity before, you know, it's too late. Yeah, uh, and I, I, you're talking to Jeremy Borash. I mean, hey, the total non-stop cast, right? <laughs> that could be the name of your podcast with him doing your oh my gosh. your TNA podcast. And I think some He's of those names, guy for that. I think some of those names you mentioned, we will see again in NXT or WWE. Uh, I it's should a matter of time. I've actually pitched Jeff Jarrett on Total Nonstop Jarrett. I think that would be the best podcast. Ooh. You know, you talk about all, all the stuff he could talk about in Memphis. Mm-hmm. He start with the WWF run, walking out on Vince getting a deal with WCW, coming, or talking his way back in, the whole heat with Austin, you know, the holding Vince up thing, the relationship with Russo, starting to, you know, the crazy, you know, Jarrett stuff with, with Angle stuff. There's just so much. And then, of course, the whole six starter debacle. That's a podcast and a half right there. So, <laughs> I guess with your yeah. run, with your runtime, that's a podcast and a half. <laughs> but I think you could do multiple podcasts for that one, for sure. Uh, we're talking with Conrad Thompson. Yeah. Our, th- our thoughts out there, our thoughts out there with, uh, Double J, uh, as he's, is obviously going through a difficult time with these headlines and, uh, that you've, you've seen out there. And of course, you didn't even mention talking about Jeff. You can talk about Jeff's dad with him too, right? Well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think Jerry Jarrett has obviously been, you know, a source of humor for Bruce Pritchard, <laughs> but what, what stories Jeff would have about growing up in the wrestling business and, and the lessons that he learned from his dad. I mean, it would be an awesome podcast. I hope that Double J is able to uh, pull together and, and get the ship righted. And shout out to WWE, you know, for answering the call like they always do. Because mm. so that's amazing, yeah. Pretty big of them when when you this guy's been a direct competitor for a long time, and you know, lots of fans think that Vince hates him, which is clearly not the case. But it, no matter what you think, I mean, they always answer the call like this, and it's just awesome of them. It is. It's great. And you mentioned Jerry Jarrett. Coming up next is a guy that Jerry Jarrett actually trained. A little tidbit for you. Wildfire Tommy Rich oh, joined really? us. Oh, that's, he was trained by Jerry Jarrett. That is interesting. All right, Conrad, we're, about, we're wrapping things up with Conrad Thompson. If you don't listen to these podcasts, you have uh, you've got so many of them. And, well, I'll let you go run, run through them because we get this brand new one yet. And I haven't been able to listen to it because I'm always so far a week or so behind on this show. But I'm so excited when I saw that you're doing a Survivor podcast now with Johnny Fairplay, my all-time favorite Survivor contestant after Richard Hatch. Uh, how did this come about? Man, I, I'll be honest. I have no clue what I'm doing on that show. <laughs> I, I became friends with Johnny through Bruce Mitchell over at The Torch. And obviously I knew who Johnny was and what he did. But I've never seen one single episode of Survivor until this year. And this year, Johnny got hooked on my wrestling podcast with Bruce Pritchard and Tony Schiavone. So he reached out and said, hey, what about a Survivor podcast? And I'm like, dude, I've never even watched an episode. And he <laughs> thought hey, that would make a pretty good show because then you've got somebody who knows way too much about Survivor and a novice with Survivor, and it'll be a good dynamic. So we're having fun with it. To my surprise, it's growing every single week. I don't know how long I'll be able to do this because we never talked about what are we doing when Survivor goes off the air? like. When this season ends, what do we do? So right. stay in the meantime. Have fun with Johnny Fairplay. He's just as hateable as you imagine, and you can check it out over at survivalofthefittest.com. And and then, of course, you're doing the podcast with Tony Schiavone and uh, Bruce Pritchard. Is there anything else? Any other podcasts that we're missing out there? Or are those the three? Those are the big three right now. 
Well, but, you know, uh, you never know. I, I'm going to continue to try to grow this little podcast gimmick that I've got. Every Monday, though, you can catch Tony Schiavone at whwmonday.com. 6 a.m. Eastern is when it drops. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 5 a.m. here in Memphis. But mm-hmm. this week we're covering WrestleWar 92. And I had to watch this this week. Do not do that without our commentary because it is not a good show. But <laughs> it's awesome. We're going to have fun making fun of it. So join us this Monday. WHWMonday.com. Very right. cool. That is, that is cool. I, the, I, like, the idea is you guys are doing this. I don't know why the network just doesn't have the, like this. Why They should not hire these guys, guys to put yeah. them on. You'd have to clean it up a lot, but that would I would definitely watch that show. There's there's the parental restrictions on there. You can make it work. All right. Obviously, if that were to happen, we would have to clean it up. But if, <laughs> if you think getting out of 2018 and not doing an alternative commentary version of their network, you're wrong. That's going to happen. Bet oh, yeah. a dollar. One dollar on the line right here. Conrad, thanks. It's always uh, kind of you to join us. I know because you talk so much on a microphone during the week, so we appreciate you taking some time here uh, to talk to us. And we're looking forward to that. This, the, the documentary for the Ric Flair, the Ric Flair 30 for 30 airs this week. And they didn't interview you for it, did they? No, they didn't interview oh. me, but everybody else. You're going to hear from both of his older kids who you haven't heard from in a long time or maybe ever. Megan and David, of course, his first wife. And, of course, a lot of the WWE superstars now, whether it's Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, don't miss it. It's Tuesday after SmackDown on ESPN, 30 for 30, The Nature Boy. And how did you get your invite from this? Did Flair call you? Did you get something in the mail? Yeah, Flair just called me and said, hey, big man, we're doing it in Atlanta on so-and-so. I want you to make it. Okay, roll tide. I'll see you. <laughs> I would pop so big. I remember Flair's promo. Hey, big man. So your oh. ticket's just at a will call and you just show up? Uh, no, I just showed up, and then they—I mean—they knew who I was, and they handed me a wristband. Uh, and tickets, Kevin? Tickets? I don't deal. know. I'm not doing a red carpet deal. That's weird. Like I'm not getting my picture made. That's silly. So then, uh, as we start to head into the theater, they want to see your wristband, and to my surprise, man, Atlanta is no joke. They like wand you. You have to empty your pockets and get wanded before you went into the screening. It was like, okay, they're taking this pretty serious. Yeah. It's a good movie. All right, last thing, Conrad. Uh, it's Bama versus LSU today. How many points are I winning by? Uh, 17. I don't think we cover. Last I saw it was like 20 or 21. I don't know that they'll cover that, but I think they'll handle it pretty easily. 17, that's my guess. Is there any team in this uh, in this uh, season of college football that uh, you're kind of a little hesitant about playing in the uh, college football playoffs? I thought Georgia was a joke, and then I saw what Georgia did the last few weeks, and I've changed my opinion. I'm excited for the SEC championship, and I think that everybody has to acknowledge that's the real national championship, and I'm looking forward to seeing that about a month from over in Atlanta. And I'll be with uh, I'll be watching it on Bad Street. How about that? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, so that's going to be – yeah, the, the SEC championship, that's the real – uh, Raw versus SmackDown. There that is go. the real that's the real that's the real match up there. So all right, thank, thanks Conrad. Thanks guys. All right, it's Conrad Thompson. Uh always fun talking with him. The one of the biggest fans of Alabama because he says roll tide. He's my favorite podcaster. Conrad Thompson could do a co- uh podcast about anything and I think I would listen to it at this point. Hey hey. All right, uh we're going to uh take a, a quick time out when we come back. Uh, Wildfire Tommy Rich is scheduled to join us on the program. But before we go to break, I got to tell you about King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill right there on Beale Street. It is basketball season. 
Uh, Grizzlies have already started. Tigers are about to start next week. Oh, yeah. So you know your pre- and post-game destination for any and every event at FedEx Forum, including Monday Night Raw in January. you got to stop by King Jerry Lawler's on Beale Street. they got $3 Fireball every day. Plus, they've got those fried barbecue ribs in the world-famous Slam Burger. If you can take down a Slam Burger. I need one right now. Oh, that would be good. Now. <laughs> you want now. one right now? Yes. CJ, get on that. We need it. We need some, we need some slam burgers up here in studio. It's King Jerry Lawler's at 159 Beale Street. And if you live anywhere in the region, Dustin, like, it's just worth driving in, right? And just to see the place, you yes. get to eat and you never know who you're going to run into. Randy Hells, uh, former uh, Memphis wrestling promoter, they're running the show at the bar. If you are a wrestling fan and you have not been to King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill yet, shame on you. You're not a real wrestling fan. You will love it. Absolutely love it. So much cool stuff. All the King's robes and stuff hanging uh, from the ceiling there. How about Conrad's idea about the King, though? Oh, I love it. King King and Vince. I think putting Vince in the broadcast booth yeah. would be huge. If you want to make this It'd big, awesome. when was the last time Vince said I in the I think we would get Jim Ross, though. I think we're getting Jim Ross and, and King probably is what my because guess Because Ross is under contract. Yeah, but it would be great to have Vince at the, at the desk with King. Vince and King did the 25th anniversary. Yeah, I think you're you're probably right. There's going to be a JR, JR and King, which will also be great to see, right? Because we Absolutely. haven't seen them back together uh, in, in ages as well. So, But anyway, King Jerry Lowe's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. Do they have? Do they still have the, the, the JR's barbecue sauce there? Yeah. Well, King has his own barbecue and then, sauce, too. And his. I thought his was just the tag completely eliminated. So you get both. Sauce. The yeah. broadcast announcers of barbecue sauce. All right, King Jerry Lawless Hall of Fame Bar Grill on Bill Street, bringing you the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour every Saturday. We'll take a short time out and be back. Wildfire, Tommy Rich. You talking about fired up? I'm fired up. You fired up? You fired up? (laughs) We'll be right back here on uh, Sports Entertainment, 56 and 877 FM. Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wind prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, rock pickle scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We're back talking wrestling on the radio. We do it here every Saturday from 11 to noon. And this wrestling's old time slot. Instead of turning your TV on, turn, turn on your radio. Turn your radio on right here at Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We're always talking wrestling on the radio on Saturday. Dustin, I'll give you a chance here to plug any upcoming uh, events that you got hanging, having around uh, the Mid-South. When's your next wrestling match? Oh, man. So next week, the 11th and 12th, we're going to be in Slidell out near New Orleans. 
There's a big Harley-Davidson bike rally where we're going to be out there wrestling. I, I believe I'm scheduled to wrestle against Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, so it'll be Battle of the Biceps out there. And also Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be there, Buff Bagwell, Cowboy James Storm we were talking about earlier. I'll see him there. Maybe I'll get the scoop on when he's going to go to NXT or WWE. He needs, Royal Rumble would be great. He should hold out for But that's our WWE. next wrestling he's too, match. He's too, I guess he could go to NXT. Why not? I guess he could. I guess yeah. he could do the Bobby Roode. I was saying, like, he's probably getting, he's too, he's like AJ Styles. At a certain age, you just need to say, hey, you want me? Get me. That's right. But then right. tonight, tonight, tonight. Because he could go to Japan. The Yeah, he could absolutely go to Japan. The very first ever Memphis Hustle basketball games tonight at Lander Center. I'll be there at 7 p.m. Tickets are less than 10 bucks, man. You got to come check out the Hustle. And then also, we're going to talk about Mid-South Coliseum here in just a minute. But... Uh, Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Local Memphis Live, Maria and I will be reporting live outside Mid-South Coliseum with Coliseum Coalition President Roy Barnes. And then also we will have Chelsea Glass, who is one of the events coordinators for the Coliseum Coalition. So we're going to talk to them about the news that happened this week. Um, I know many of you have heard about it and you've seen us tweet about it, but a um, lot going on. So there's no telling what could happen Monday morning on Local Memphis Live. The, the Col- Mid-South Coliseum uh, getting mothballed. Yes, and I don't. I've never really ever heard that term ever. But I've heard it. But I actually googled it. It's a word. (laughs) I haven't heard it. I've definitely heard it before, but I've never heard it being used this much, especially in the conversation about the Mid South Coliseum. We've talked about this for years on this show, and so what this means is the status of Mid South Coliseum. If you haven't heard, they are going to just keep it as is, and because it's cheaper than tearing it down, it's cheaper than. Um. Yeah. I mean. Well. Sounds like they're going to put half a million dollars in there to kind of restore the roofing a little bit and make sure that it's on lockdown to where it can't get any worse. So they're kind of saving it for later. No, but they're kind of saving it for later is what it sounds like. Right. Save it because you never know if there's an idea that comes along like the Sears Crosstown building that they just redid in Midtown. Uh, Memphis up in the Crosstown neighborhood is amazing. You've been you've been out there, yeah? yeah Isn't that just awesome? Like that building was vacant for for well over yep, a decade. Very cool. And uh, of course the the brewery downtown. The issue with this, and I do kind of agree with the Coliseum Co- Coalition on this, is that you like it is harder for people to come up with ideas on the building if they can't get inside the right. building and look at it. And we're lucky to get inside of it because if you go in and you look, then maybe you can get your 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 brain coming up with different ideas, right? You can start brainstorming like, "Oh, maybe I could do something with this." They opened up like the Tennessee Brewery last yeah. a couple years ago, and somebody came in and said, "Yeah, I could see turning this into some apartments over here. We could do a little uh, smoothie shop over here, whatever." Yeah, see, it looks like yeah. CJ's still trying to get in touch with Tommy Rich, by the, the way. Just a quick update. Oh, on 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 while I'm I hope fired we don't up. have I hope we don't have problems because you know who his best friend is and his tag team partner, Austin Idol, the Universal, Heart and you know how Austin Idol feels about you. He doesn't like you, just for the listeners who didn't hear I that. Know. He doesn't like you, but uh, yeah. So all that was announced this week, yeah. and apparently they are going to unveil so, the plans for the fairgrounds on Monday at Croc Center. Right. So Mayor Strickland's going to make the announcement on that, on exactly what it is. I think Coliseum Coalition has actually reached out on social media for you all to email the mayor and let him know that the Coliseum needs to be a part of that. Well, it plan. is. It is kind of the, but it's what you want it to be a youth youth comp, like a youth athletic complex. Is that what you want it to be? Well, I don't know. I just think that I, it's I, hard to redevelop the fairgrounds with the big Mid South Coliseum sitting right there, and you're not doing anything different. Well, that's what it. that's what they're going to do with it. I mean, I would rather them leave it as is instead of tearing it down. Sure. But I also uh, document on this what we our stance, I guess our official stance and our stances are not the same, Dustin. 
I, I know this, but my stance is like, okay. I, I want to save the Coliseum. I think it's a, a, based on its on its on its history and it's in good condition. We were there last Saturday. Yep. I mean, can confirm it's in good condition. And that uh, even up to the roof, we went and looked at the roof, and a lot of people think all oh, the, all these tiles are missing from the roof. Where they're there, they're just got to be yeah. put back in place. Right. There's just um, so it's in good condition. That we would like somebody like the Wiseacre idea was awesome. I thought the Wiseacre idea right. was awesome. Uh, it just didn't work out, especially right there at Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. Football games are getting bigger and bigger as the Tigers are getting better and better. So why not hang out there? Oh, you're jumping on the bandwagon you, finally. Why not? What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> well, it is getting better and better. Hey, when you suck, you suck, and when you're good, you're good. What do you want from me? Uh, they're going to be playing in the Peach Bowl. Uh, the okay. So so anyway, looked, they looked really good when I was watching them with D'Angelo last night. I cool. would I would like some. <clears throat> Name drop. Name drop. <laughs> we, I would like some use for the building. I would like them to save the Coliseum and use it for something, but I stand by the fact that I do not think it can be a successful arena uh, in this market, and we don't need one. For the people saying we need one, we have Lander Center. There's a big game there tonight, right, yep, that is. you will be at that is our our mid-sized arena in Memphis, Tennessee. It just happens to be right across the border next to our premier uh, outlet mall in this region as well, which happens to be south of the border, the Tanker Outlets. Well, call Tommy. No answer, man. What? Wait. So what's Tommy? Tommy's does not answer the phone. No answer. <sighs> I blame you, Kevin. Okay. Well, I blame I blame you. So me and Tommy well, I, Rich, we've we're very friendly with each me? other. Well, because it's CJ's fault. Okay. So for everybody at home that that, that didn't hear just a couple of weeks ago when you we had back and Austin listen. Idol, you got to go back and listen. CerritoLive.com, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, take the subscribe button to Slap City and leave a five-star review. But and Kevin, then listen to the Austin Idol yes, quote-unquote interview. <laughs> that, that he basically cut this big promo on Kevin. He doesn't like Kevin. You left him on hold. And, and then what did he do when he was done talking? Hung up in your face. He and, hung up on us. Right. Well, and, you were on, you, on us well. Well, I tried to smooth everything over, so then I booked his Why are you not trying partner. to get involved with this? You don't want to lose to another legend. What? <laughs> Come on, man. So I know, I know what we should do. We should call Tommy Rich again live, and uh, we'll leave him a voicemail. Uh, Is that a bad idea? What? What do you? What do you want to say to him? I'm, I'm not no, really we could prank that. him. We could. Do you have a Jerry Lawler impersonation? No, no, no. I should. <laughs> I should work on one. You have one? No. I don't know. I don't know if no, we're gonna I call don't. him because. I don't know. You, you. I don't know. I don't know what to get. His, it's got his phone number on the on the voicemail, right? Nope. It doesn't. Oh, if it doesn't, it's just one of those generic voicemail things. But the generic ones usually say you have reached the phone number of nine zero one. No, it's one of those older generic ones. Just says, hey, not in. He said that. I don't know if it's him or not. I think it's the recording. I think it's the recording. So what are we going to say on this? What are we going to say? What do you want to say? I'm just going to leave that to you because you're. (laughs) You're the one that he doesn't like. I, you think Maybe you should call him? and apologize. <laughs> That's what we we reached out to try to get Austin. Maybe Idol he's hidden under the desk apologize. somewhere and he's going to come out and shave your head. He's going to jump uh, you and shave your head. <laughs> that is a, a is a Tommy Rich move. Oh my gosh, that is a is a Tommy Rich move. I don't know. Maybe maybe let me think on it here. Let me think on it. Did we wrap up the Coliseum? All right, talk? all right. All right. So we're not. Doesn't look like Tommy Rich is going to join us. If you tuned in for that, uh, blame do, Kevin. It's his fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I don't think it is. Austin, and if it I is, that's you. fine. If I have to have a tag team match, Dustin, will you be my tag team partner uh, against... Um, against Rich and Idol? Rich and Idol, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman in their corner. Steel cage match. Mid-South no, Coliseum. No, not if Paul Heyman's in the corner. No way. So the Mid-South Coliseum's getting mothballed. 
I'm fine with this wait and see idea, but I do believe we need to get more people in there to see the inside because how are they going to come up with ideas if they're not going, if it's not open in some way, whether you open it up, make it a part of the flea market, make it a part of something. It can't be completely closed off or nobody's going to know what they want to do. We're trying to get back inside on Monday. So Monday morning, the hope is that we can get inside the building, um, shoot some footage in there live for all the, all the viewers that's on local 24 on local Memphis live at nine o'clock. Um, yeah, I, I hope we do. If not, we'll be on the outside. You might of the be building. inside. We might, might be on the inside, but you, you can only imagine the passion that we have talking about the Coliseum and the city. Um, everybody talking about it. If you post something on social media, they're commenting on it. But just imagine how passionate the Coliseum Coalition is going to be. So I can't wait to hear what they have to say because some of their responses they are directly against all this. So, right, and but. I don't do do? think I don't think you can make it. You can make it into an arena, but it's not. Why does Memphis need two? Uh, struggling mid-sized arenas instead of having one mid-sized arena doing okay is in Lander Center. Because it's not like Lander Center is sold out every night. It's not like Lander Center has so many people calling Lander Center to do shows where the Coliseum should do shows. So that idea to me is just... What happened to gutting the building misguided. and making it kind of an amphitheater Coliseum with a concourse or something? What happened to that idea? Well, who's paying for it? That's always okay. comes down to, you know, yeah, what, there you go. like who's paying for it? Where's the money coming from? And CommercialAppeal.com. I'm all open for different ideas. Excellent article just breaking it all down on the on the price of doing this, the cost of doing that. So check it out on commercialpill.com. It, I thought it was a really interesting read. Yeah, but anyway, I'm all for saving the building because I think the building does look cool and the people who do not think uh, the design, this this um, mid-century design of the building, is it going to be something in the future? Because you always look back, you know, at throwbacks, it's looking cooler in the future, that that's not going to look cooler down the road. It may not look like that awesome or unique building today, but once all of these start getting torn down across the country and there's very few of them left, looking back, the building is going to you're gonna be like, Oh, that was kind of a cool looking building there. Right. And it's gone. It may not look that way today, but your eyes change and what how you, you view uh fashion and buildings and all that type of stuff. So anyway, that's the, the update on the Mid South Coliseum. Um the other big uh, story this week is they announced this coming Monday on Raw, there will be a guitar on a pole match. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so so mentioned Jeff Jarrett earlier. How, how mad would he be? <laughs> it's basically his gimmick. It is his gimmick. Jason Jordan battling. Uh, oh, man, I want to see you versus Jarrett and a guitar. Or get well soon, Double J, because I want to see you. I'd do that. Versus Jarrett. Because you hate on the pole match. I hate on the pole match. And he matches. loves bashing people with guitars. But I'm faster. I would be at that show. I am faster, and I, I believe that I could climb that pole pretty quickly and bash it over Jeff Jarrett's head. Well, the- you mentioned Jason Jordan. This is a perfect opportunity for them to start that little turn that they uh, that we're all waiting for because Survivor Series is coming up. And who's the team captain? His daddy. His daddy. So they need to start planting these seeds if they're going any further with this right. to where it's like he's getting preferential treatment from his dad or whatever. So I'm I'm on the lookout for that. All right. Well, I mentioned this this match. Because Not so much the guitar and a pole match, though. I mentioned the guitar and the pole match. I cannot wait for it, actually. I can't <laughs> wait to tune in to watch this. Uh, I will be live tweeting you because you hate them. For those who don't know, wrestling trivia, this, this is your Achilles heel, really. Dustin yeah. gets eliminated on all on the pole match questions. Mm-hmm. He hates them. And our next big live event, if you like listening to this show on Saturday and you have not been out to one of our uh, wrestling trivias, of course, I do trivia nights all over town uh, every night, hanging out. CJ's there uh, doing some. I'm doing some trivias and bingos. But there's nothing like our wrestling trivia events. Uh, like, seriously, there's nothing like them. The way that they're formatted. This next one is the wrestling trivia series. This is our last show before this event, which will be Thursday, um, 
November 16th. It may not be the last show. Maybe, I don't know. Five on five. <laughs> Just ask Austin Idol. He wasn't <laughs> jiving, brother. This is Austin Idol's favorite uh, one of these. Yeah, this is this is definitely our last show before the event. It's crazy to think the, the 16th. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a while before we're back on there. But it's So it's Thursday, November 16th at Memphis Made Brewing. They're always free to attend. Free to attend. So it's 8 p.m. bell time this time. 8, 8 p.m. bell time. Free to attend. It's the Wrestling Trivia Series. You'll be competing as teams of five. So you're going to be five on five. Five. Uh, uh, will Austin Idol be there? Who knows? He seemed... You better hope tell- not. <laughs> you better hope not, brother. But we're doing five on five Survivor Series elimination. So if you have a team of five, bring your team of five. If you have less than five, we'll be able to help you merge with another team of five so you can go strong. Or you can just go with a, a smaller team because it's Survivor Series. It could be a handicap Survivor Series matchup. So RSVP to ga- guarantee your team spot. You can go to CerritoTrivia.com to find the links or find us on Facebook. It's linked off the Cerrito Live Facebook and the Cerrito Trivia Facebook. But it is it is totally free to play. And even if you don't think you're going to win but you love wrestling, it's just a fun night to come out, uh, eat, drink, cheer, boo, and chant, and do all of that. It's it's totally free. There's always a food truck at Memphis made. There's Aldo's Pizza next door. So there's a lot of uh, you can do with that. And we will have prizes for best uh, team name for the winning team. And, of course, um, if you come dressed up, best ring attire. So if one you come of in your prizes. New Day inspired Halloween costumes, ooh, that would be good. And one of the one of those prizes is going to be tickets to see Ray Mysterio Jr. perform live here in Memphis on December 9th. He'll be here. We'll have tickets for that event. Uh, probably for the winner, I would imagine, would want to go see Ray Mysterio. I would think so. Like it's, that's going to be, be awesome. so your chance to win tickets to see Ray Mysterio Jr. in Memphis. That's the week before NXT, right? So it's. Something like that? Pretty close. Yeah, they're, it's gonna be my dates good, all run together, man. Some good live. You've been hit over the head way too many times. Yeah. So that's the Wrestling Trivia Series. It's November 16th at Memphis Made. That's on a Thursday night. Hope to see you there. It's our next big live event. If you want to take down Dustin Five Star, this is your opportunity. No way. No way. Good luck. Bring it. It would help. Bring it. It, it would help if you bring your grandfather with you. It would be a good my advantage. My five-star squad is ready, <laughs> Kevin. Always ready. It doesn't matter how old they are or how young they are. I will beat every single one of them. All right, so that's next wrestling trivia uh, night. Hopefully, y'all can join us for that. And we teased earlier that apparently Memphis Wrestling is coming back to television next it week. It is. Justin. It is classic Memphis wrestling, kind of like opening the vault with Jerry the King Lawler. It's going to be on CW thirty. That's they, your channel, the CW thirty that, stars. That's right. So CW thirty stars will be cutting promos on that here pretty soon. But November eleventh, that's next Saturday at eight p.m. So it's in prime time, Kevin. Saturday night prime time. And uh, King has, uh, I've seen some of the footage already, and King's been talking about it a lot on Twitter and everything. And his very first guest is going to be superstar Bill Dundee. And so from what I've seen, it looks like that King will have some guests in studio with him talking about and, and kind of doing, I guess, live commentary on some of these old school classic Memphis wrestling matches that we grown to love for all these years but kevin you posted some of the yeah some of the footage about the superstar the superstar so will you be watching classic memphis wrestling next saturday night 8 p.m yeah i'll be watching it i'm not i'm dvring it at least for sure Absolutely. i'm like i'm setting my dvr uh, right after i get home from the show today i'm going to make sure that i do not miss it because uh, sometimes you know it takes a while for those dvr programs to to update the programs you know on there what's happening i haven't checked I haven't. so um i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna make sure that that is set because I'm not going to miss Memphis wrestling returning to television. I, it kind of makes you think like what what is the future for this? I mean, I, I have heard that uh, they will have different they will air on different days too, so other people can have a chance to watch. And then there might be some different, um, I guess, time slots that they're going to play with. But initially, it's going to be Saturday at 8 p.m. and uh, Bill Dundee is the very first guest. So who who some of the other guests that they could have? Man, there's so many guys. 
but and we talked about this with Brandon Baxter a couple yeah. couple weeks ago. Is like how to you know many people always want wrestling back on television. They want wrestling on TV. This when is a step in the right direction because this is going to be old matches. And they've right. done similar things like this before, but it looks like there's somewhat of a twist, making it a little bit different than the past, where they're really going to be commenting more on the matches than just showing you old clips, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's now, what it, the early footage looks for like. For instance, I, I saw King and, and Dundee in one of the clips uh, just talked about, oh, man, how could you hit me that hard, man? <laughs> you know, so you'll get some maybe behind-the-scenes stories, too, not necessarily all storyline-related. They'll, they'll probably be talking about what was going on in the ring at that particular time when they're beating the heck out of each other. The King's tweet was, Return with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear starting Saturday, November 11th, 8 p.m. on WLMT TV 30 in CW30. So he still calls it WLMT. We love Memphis, Tennessee. That's what that stands for. Okay. But uh, so, yeah, there'll be I'll, I'm going to tune in. And I'll be interested. Hopefully, you're going to tune in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to do a live review when we come back. Oh, next week. we could so, steal Tony Schiavone's gimmick and. Oh, we're going to watch the entire show. While, <laughs> review watch it. them comment on it while we're. No, I'm saying like, we're going to watch it, and we're back. We're back on the air in two weeks. There we go. And we will give you our thoughts. Yeah. On this brand new show, of course. What you're so you're under contract with CW, so you can't give your true thoughts. You have to say it's sure, great, even if it's not a good no, show. No, get out of here. If the Grizzlies aren't playing well, I say the Grizzlies aren't playing well. Right? Yeah. Okay, no. I'll shoot all straight. Right. All right. That's, I'll totally shoot straight. All right, that's that's all right. That's cool. So we'll see. We'll but see. It is a good step in the right direction. Memphis Wrestling returning need, to TV. Yeah, I know a, you want a new wrestling show with new wrestling matches and all that kind of stuff. But we, um, To have a, a TV network show some support and have so show some interest in putting wrestling absolutely. on television is always good. So... Um, you need to tune in because if there's no ratings, even for the first ep- the ratings for the first episode will be important, I would think, to show that there's somewhat interest yes. in it. Right? Because episode one, you're tuning in because you're curious. Like the XFL's ratings were huge for the, the first week of the yeah. XFL, but yeah. then they're like, I didn't like it. So, you know, the, whatever. You, if you're interested in it, you got to show it in the first week. So 8 o'clock next week on CW. We won't be on, so you'll be able to watch, uh, get some local wrestling fix. Uh, next Saturday. But that's it. That is our show today. I do want to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Cerrito and Dustin. You're at? At Dustin Star. So uh, give us a follow. We'll be back here live uh, from high atop Mount Moriah in two weeks. So until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah.